When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Thursday, June 22nd, and Mark and I are here. We are so delighted you're joining us and What we are doing is answering your questions that are about your life, but maybe they're also about your, I don't know, like your, your money, but maybe it's a bigger issue than that. And if you find yourself having these conversations, I'm wondering if it might be helpful for you to give us a holler and so we can help you work through some of the questions that are bubbling up. And, you know, you never know when something's going to bubble up. It could be just a random conversation. Who knows? Anyway, we are open for business seven days a week. JillOnMoney.com. You can go to the Contact Us button, click it, write your note. And if you do want to come on the program, check the box. If not, we do email episodes. Today is one of those email episode days. So the subject on this one, catching my attention, Mark, uh, do I have enough to retire early if I want to buy a new home? (laughs) So I think it's very funny because it's like, maybe I was sort of about like, yes, maybe not. We'll see. All right. So this is uh, what Lena says. I'm a burned out marketing professional. I want to take a break or retire early. Here's a question. Do I have enough money to do this? I'm single, no kids. I turned 50 in July. Paid off home, that helps, $460,000 in value. Cash, $275,000. Almost a million dollars in brokerage account, which is, you ready for this? In Apple stock, massive capital gains. And then another almost uh, more than $900,000 in a 401k, 100 is Roth. Okay, at age 65, remember, that's 15 years from now, small pension, almost two grand a month. And then Social Security, about three grand a month. Expenses are five to $6,000 a month, but that's because I pay a lot in taxes. Wow, Mark, $350,000 is salary. Anyway, she said she thinks she can get by in four grand a month. Okay, you ready for your questions, Mark? I'm going to have you actually answer it. Number one, can I retire early? Number two, 
can I afford a new home in case I have to take care of aging parents? And that new home would mean the paid off home, 460, she'd have to spend about a half a million dollars more for a total of a million dollars, okay? And then she'd have that house. So I'm going to answer the easy one. Can I retire early? I think the answer is an unequivocal yes that she can. What do you think about the new house, Mark? I agree with you on the first question. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the new house, eh, that makes things a lot more complicated. That's $500,000. Oof, really complicated. I don't think she can do that. And and because there's two things. One is either you're you're soaking up the liquidity from the brokerage or you're you're taking on a mortgage, which then pops your expenses up. Can't you rent something? Greg sends a note. He says he spoke to us last year about early retirement. And he says, I opened a brokerage account as you recommended. Unfortunately, my significant other had some medical issues and I had to stop working to care for her. The gory deets. I'm 54, retired military, free medical, house paid off, truck paid off, no debt. My pension covers all of my required expenses, but I had like an extra $1,000 a month for pocket money. I've got $160,000 in a 401k, $70,000 in a brokerage account, um, $45,000 in savings, $10,000 in company stock, $15,000 in some vacant inherited land. Social Security should be $1,400 a month at age 62. So he says uh, between now and Social Security, right, he's 54 to 62. He says, I, I'm gonna, I can cover my need. Uh, should I put my savings, sell the land and stocks in the brokerage account? I'd keep ten grand in savings either way. I assume I'll only pay ta- tax on the capital gains in the brokerage. Yes. I don't love him spending all this money down, Mark. Makes me a little nervous. So he needs twelve grand. So here's the deal. Definitely send the sell the the land, sell the company stock. Now you've got that twenty five grand added to the savings. Right. So now instead of you have 70 in a brokerage and 70 in savings. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, I was thinking about using seeing if he can potentially use the the brokerage and whatever he sells. If that could get him to, you know, 59 and a half. And then instead of draining the savings, he can start then using his 401k. Yeah. And then pay on. I mean, he's going to have a lower tax bracket, but he's not going to go. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. You're close, but I am somewhat concerned that you plow through all of your money, your liquid money. So maybe if it's possible, so we've got to have six years. We have to get $72,000, which, I mean, he would pull out, he basically would get rid of, he'd he'd use all of his savings. He'd have to sell some of his brokerage and savings. I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous about this plan, Mark. I'd like to know more about you, but I'm a little bit worried about it. I don't think this works perfectly. If you could go back and work part-time for a couple of years, that makes it work. That's what I would say. Eileen wants to know about long-term care. And she said, I have been thinking about getting a life insurance policy that has a cash indemnity long-term care benefit plan. It's $5,200 a year for 10 years. Has a 3% inflation protection rider. You can cancel any time, get half your money back, death benefit of 60 grand. Husband and I are both 52. We plan to work for about five more years. Our financial advisor said we'll be able to retire in four years. We have no debt. 
They've $800,000 in a 401k, $300,000 in a Roth, $100,000 in a traditional IRA, and about forty grand in cash. They make $150,000 a year, and they put um, $30,000 into their Roth and 401ks. Expenses are sixty grand a year, and our combined Social Security should give us about $6,000 a month, and hers alone would give them $3,500 a month. My financial advisor believes this would be a good move. He is suggesting that we bring down the percentage going to the 401k to cash flow the cost of this inflation-protected long-term care slash life insurance policy. Mark, what's your opinion on this? The advisor is saying they can retire in four years. They live on $60,000 a year. Where are they getting $60,000 a year at 56 years of age on basically $1.1, $1.2 million? I had the exact, that was my number one thing that I thought. I think that what the advisor might be saying is this. I think the advisor is saying if they work for four or five more years, they can spend down some money, I guess, in, they don't have any non-retirement assets really. You know, they have 40 grand in cash. I don't think that this is makes sense to me. First of all, who is this advisor? Is this, a, is this an insurance salesperson? Is it a fiduciary? That's number one. Number two, I don't even think they really need long-term care benefits. What I think they need to do is work. And I think they need to work till they're 59 and a half. And then I think it works. Here we have from Brenda. My husband and I are both 60 and we'll retire at 67. Finally, some sanity out here. We both have annuities from work upon our retirement. Husband is a union employee. She's a federal government employee. She has a thrift savings plan account, totals about $210,000. He has a prudential retirement account for $150,000. Here's the question. Should we draw on one of these accounts? Because they're 60. They can take the money out. And so these are pre-tax accounts. Should they pull the money out and buy the, the, the car or should they go for a loan? Now, the question is, very interesting because it's not some nasty car loan in the commercial market. They can get a loan for four percent, maybe because she's a oh, because she's a government employee. Four percent car loan or pull money from retirement account. I'm going for the four percent car loan. I don't want to pay tax on that money right now. I'm going for the loan this time. They're going to work. They'll own the car. They'll, they'll it'll be fine. Okay. Hi, Jill and Mark. Your podcasts are ones I never miss. Thank you for this easy-to-absorb information. This is from Anita, who's 65 single with kids completely launched. Anita says, I relocated two years ago to an expensive area, and that was to be closer to her kids. Uh, Anita bought a $750,000 house. Listen to this. This is the quote. However, I went nuts and did renovations that have since brought the total far beyond what the house is worth on Zillow. Plan to stay, but probably not forever. Mm. Classic mistake, by the way. She makes seventy grand a year. She has a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars house. She says she's going to keep working until she can claim Social Security at age seventy, and that will be three thousand dollars a month at that time. She's got a bunch of money saved: two million dollars in an IRA, and a third of that is Roth. Because of the initial spending on the house, I've depleted my cash and brokerage accounts. So for the first time ever. I'm no longer contributing to my workplace 401k. My employer will put in 10% of my salary each year, regardless of contribution. That's good. I will not vest for two and a half years. 
Question one, am I correct in focusing completely on building, rebuilding my liquid assets? Yes, you are. Question number two, I have no debt except for monthly mortgage 2.75%, a 30-year loan, a car lease of $300. I plan to buy that three-year-old car off the lease. So question two, should I finance for three years or pay in full? I have to know what the financing is. I might pay this one in full, by the way. We'll see. 70 grand income. She probably doesn't have a ton of flexibility. I have to see what the payments are. She's been converting $20,000 of traditional to Roth annually and had planned to do so until 73. Question three, is that a good idea? Uh, I wouldn't do that anymore. Would you, Mark? Even you. No, not now. No more conversion right now. I think, yes, rebuild the your savings. Find to pull back on your retirement. I don't know about this car loan. I mean, the car lease that turns into a loan. I guess that if you had a loan that you could pay $300 a month for, you're used to paying that. But if it's like a $600 a month number, then you're not going to feel happy about that. All right, that's it. That's the show. It's exciting, isn't it? If you've got a question about your priorities, what you should be thinking about moving forward, how to manage your financial life, how to make a big change in your life, like I kind of wish we'd heard from her before she did this big renovation, you know, but maybe we would have said go for it, but maybe not. So if you're contemplating some major decision in your life that has some sort of financial implications, Mark and I are here for you. This is why we love doing the program. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air live with us. See, this is when we get to ask you all those follow-up questions that are so much more fun to do in poison. Uh, While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Buy my book, The Great Money Reset. And don't forget to subscribe to our new service, Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars. Next week, we have our big webinar with Dave Stahoviak. Anyone who has a job, anyone who works actually should be tuning into this. He has such great advice for workers, for managers, for owners. He's got a ton of great ways of expressing what I think are really tough issues in the workplace. So I think Dave is so well worth it. $35 gives you access to quarterly live webinars for the next 12 months. And also you will get bonus content like interviews with really cool people. So check it out all at jillonmoney.com. Don't forget, leave us a rating and review on Apple. Still matters. Still matters. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 